You remind me of this girl, my first girl crush in college, my freshman year, that I literally thought I was gay, and she, like, reminds me so much of you. Like, sporty and, like, great lips. You, my friend I feel like we're not going to make out at the end of this. We're going to be full-on dating. (laughs) Like, full-on dating. That was my goal. (laughs) Welcome to Burning Okay, guys, welcome to Burning in Hell. It is a very, very hot one today. <laughs> I'm your host, Hannah Burner. Today, we have the incredible stand-up, the roast master, my Eskimo sister, Nikki <laughs> fucking Glazer. <laughs> I'm glad you laughed at that because oh it was a risk. God. It was a risk. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> proud to have banged someone that has also banged you. Like I'm I, proud to have banged someone dude, that's banged you. We both can brag about I it. I just, I love you so much, and but I first didn't like you at all because... You dated someone who hurt me and who rejected me. And then he went into a relationship with you right I mean, I'm just getting into this. I didn't even plan on talking you know, about this. You know, it's funny. I, I, yeah, I said, we might hit on it. We might later on. Let's I mean, do it's it. undeniable. Like, that's how I got introduced to you was just like one picture that there was of you two together. And I fucking oh, it was a bad picture too. I know the picture. My arm looked huge. Um, no, it didn't. You looked so cute. I was obsessed Thank with you. it, and you looked so fun. And like, photo. I was obsessed with his hand placement on you. I was like, God, he like loves her and cherishes her, and like, it just oh man. And I didn't hate you. That I really did. I, I said hate you. Like, but you know the way that you feel about someone. When you've been rejected and then they, because they say they don't want a relationship and then they're in a relationship and with you're someone just like, and you're like, what does this bitch have mm-hmm. that he didn't see in me? Yes, yes, yes. So then I forgot about you because I got over all of that aggression about for him you and punched some walls. Yeah, I I got through it. I don't know how, but I like forgot about you. I forgot about this girl that I was like once obsessed with. And then I met you at Mary Beth Barone's show, mm-hmm. not knowing it was you, the mm-hmm. girl that I had known from this picture who dated my And I ex. had known that you had dated Dan because I've, I've heard his side of every right, story. Right. Because he was suffering my retribution <laughs> while you guys were together. And it was wild to me when I placed that. I forget who told me. I was like, I loved that girl. I met you just in passing backstage mm-hmm. and your energy was immediately like, I love this chick is so fun and gorgeous. Oh my God. And like, I just wanted to you. be you whenever I'm like attracted to a woman in a way that I'm like, I want to be her. Like I want to, I, I like the way she dresses. I like her stuff, like her hair, like you just whole thing was like, I like this girl. And then someone was like, yeah, that's Dan's ex. And I'm like, wait, what? And then I was like, Oh my God. The one that <laughs> the one right after me, that one, I used to like, project all these things onto that girl and she's so cool and then then you were not in a relationship with Dan anymore and so I was like can I be friends with her is this weird and then you started posting on then I started following you on Instagram and I was just I think he brought us together I think the only reason I dated him was to one day meet you we would have been friends anyway but it brought me closer to you and and I felt like wait am I wanting to be friends with her as some sort of like fuck you Dan like we're gonna be friends now and I yeah, have to say, I know it. Dan is listening <laughs> right now. It's not that. I just was attracted to you comedically. I think you're so funny. Thank you. Your tweets just resonate with me. On a, like, it's so hard to nail it so hard. 
you're just your batting average on Instagram is like really high. Like wow, people strike out so much on there and post a thing, funny thing here and there. But every time you just like, I want to repost everything you do. Ugh, so I'm you, just a fan, and I was just like, thank you so much. I, I'm glad, and we met, we hung out for the first time last night, and it went well. And I just <laughs> feel a good hang. Like we have a Our really promising okay. friendship ahead of us. We. You're going to make me cry. The first way to get to my heart is tell me you like my tweet. And then I'm just like, are you kidding me? You're so funny. I don't even know how you do it. Like you just post <laughs> stuff that is just, it, women need you. I need you. Oh my God. Yeah. It feels good. It feels very feminist, but like hot and like, you're just yourself. It's well, it's cool. funny as two girls in comedy who are not like, we're self-deprecating, but we're not also not up there to be like, laugh at me. I'm just a big, sad clown, even though we are deep down. Yeah. And there's a thin line with comedy where now I kind of want to be like, yeah, we're fucking, we're just fucking funny. It doesn't have to, we don't have to play the card of like just the sex comic or like just the like sad single comic. Like we're just girls being funny. And I yes. think that's where I want to go. And if it's, and if I do talk all about sex, it's because it's what I want to talk about. And sex is funny. It is so funny. Dan has great taste in women though. I was and I would like to reach you. out to any of his exes and invite you to come <laughs> hang out with us. Does he have great taste in women or do we have terrible taste in men? Um, I'm st I still um, will. I don't have as much <laughs> venom for him anymore <laughs> that you might still have. So I won't say that, but I will say that I am attracted to, and I think he would even attest to this, mm -hmm. is unavailable men, emotionally unavailable men. I am and attracted I do just want to say. Um, and I don't include him in this. I don't want to say this, but we talked about a little last night, narcissists. Mm. I think that I do want to say Dan and I are actually very cool. We oh, had that's a good. very yeah. um, mature breakup. He actually told me it was one of the most mature breakups he's ever had, which I take. That's what he told me too. I think when well, we I've talked about you was like, Oh, I thought he said that about his breakup with you. I'm no, like, no, I guess no, he about says that guys. about every girl. No, he's, he said the nicest things about you. He posed like just, she's great. Like it just seemed like a good breakup. We both realized that we weren't ready or healthy for each other at the moment. So we spent a lot of those like post coffee dates where we just sit and we talk about like all the things we wish we said when we were dating that we were too scared. Oh. We put each other on a pedestal. The pedestal thing. I mean, that you do that in the beginning of every relationship. And though. when you're young, because I was only 25. Oh my I God. I was a fucking queen at projection. I could, I was a creative mind. I can find a man and I get my paintbrush and I will paint you into the perfect picture of the perfect yeah. guy. Yeah. I remember meeting Dan first date and I was like, he's my person. Which I want to punch myself in the throat. I have thought that. You should about never him say that about so anyone the first time. I know. He's just adorable. I, I remember telling him one time, you're not allowed to make eye contact with me if, because I keep, <laughs> I, I like you too much. When I when I'm around you, if I'm away from you, I like whatever things click into place and I see things clearly. But if I like <laughs> have a, a conversation with you with those stupid like dreamy eyes, I go don't look at I can't you if you don't want me to like you, don't make eye contact with me anymore. And see, it, I like tall guys with light eyes and <sighs> I like a strong nose. Yes, he looks like he could take a punch. He probably has taken a couple punches. Cause yeah, he, has he probably smart should. Ass mouth. You <laughs> should. You have to just remember, he's tall. And tall, tall men, men. we have to stop giving them so much credit. They just got born with a couple more inches, and we have to like put them. Oh, you had a great on one about that. About like, do I like him or is he just tall? Was oh, it, was I have something like that. I have a whole bit where because I recently, I have trouble understanding how I really feel about men because mm. I get excited when they give me attention. Yes, and then I have like a whole list I go through. I'm yes. like, 
do I like him or does he just wear his hat backwards? That was a great one too. I remember that. Do I like him or do you just laugh at literally one of my jokes? Yes. Do I like... Do I like him or does he just have exposed brick in his apartment? <laughs> if you have exposed brick one. in your apartment, I will fuck you. I don't care who you are. If there's exposed brick, we're fucking. Am I right? <laughs> Am I with this person because they have a printer? <laughs> a really fast printer that always works. Do I is he my, do I want him to be my boyfriend or does he just make sure to plug in my phone every night before I go to Like there's certain things that men can do that you convince yourself like they're your person but you're so right there needs to be that list like I mean we're both single ladies on yeah. Instagram DMs <laughs> are being slid what I mean what's your dating life like oh, right my now? dating life I'm a monogamous per like I love just like having one person I'm one obsessed crush. with and Me crush. Too. I love one crush I can't crush on more than one I mean but I'm working on just being myself and not having to prove myself to people, not have to perform for people. I want a guy who, like, at the end of the day, I can turn off and just fart in his face. And he's like, yes. Yes. And he's like, mm. But I'm also terrified of that kind of intimacy and, like, being, like, I don't know. I think I just get scared at the idea of, I think I'm scared of commitment, too, and, like, forever. Like, if I find this person and then I'm with them forever. Like, I think a lot of the things that I put on guys is, like, I always get mad at men because I'm like, just be my boyfriend. You don't have to marry me. Just stop freaking out. Just be my boyfriend. So this is the thing. I used to be like that where I just wanted a boyfriend. Yeah. I have him for a year and then on to the next one. And then I realized sometimes being with the wrong person can really fuck you up. Right. And then I realized how unhealthy it could be to let someone in your mental space who's like, let someone live in your home, which is yeah, your head, you that isn't healthy. Yeah, rent out your brain. Exactly. So it's almost, what I'm doing right now is I'll see guys for an extended period of time be like, I don't want to date you, mm. but we're basically dating, but uh -huh. you never give them the title. Oh, wow. And you trust, like, that it's a thing. Because I'm so, I don't, I like being Hannah Burner. It, it, like, scares me to be, like, part of a couple. Yeah. And I, I, I love just, like, being my own thing, and then I feel like the next guy I'm just waiting for, like, when I want to marry someone. Yes. And I come from, like, annoying parents who, like, still flirt and love each other. Same. I got married at 25. So my expectations are, like, stupid high. I know. I know. I feel the same way. But I just, I'm drawn to men who will never love me so much. I love them. I find them... <laughs> So, like, I, I, I seek them out. I keep finding them in new ways where they seem available and then they're just not. But they truly cannot love me. It's not even, like, and then But you want to win them over. Mm -hmm. But they're incapable of loving anyone, not just me. They don't love themselves. Thus, they can't be loved. If you so don't you know like this. yourself, you truly, if someone loves you, it's going to disgust you because you don't like yourself and you want your your you want your feelings validated in your subconscious and your subconscious doesn't like yourself so when someone comes into your life and likes you you're like ugh you know it's the Are whole Are you talking like, about yourself or guys you date or both? Both. I feel the same way about myself like when I when a guy really likes me or seems to see me I get kind of I get a little bit like like my skin starts to crawl that a little bit. That word you said was really powerful being seen. Yeah. Being seen is so important relationships are a mirror it's literally you you see yourself through their eyes and if you don't like that it it's, doesn't matter who you are they're still holding up a mirror yeah everyone's a mirror I love mirrors well do you know it's I mean I, I do too I also hate mirrors well, it's a love hate 
It's a love hate. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't do. Well, I mean, good lighting. But you, oh my god, nothing like good lighting. Good lighting and a spray tan. Oh my god, I did my makeup with good lighting last night, but it was lying lighting. And then Andrew oh. Colin took like a video of me in the cab on the way, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, what is happening? What did I do?" And he goes, "Oh man, this sucks." Now, now I, you have to. I was redoing my makeup, being like, "You have to redo that video." And he's like, "Oh, why can't it just be?" And I'm like, "No, you know, it's it's fine. I just did a bad makeup job, and I'm fixing it. I'm okay with it. But like, I cannot look that way." But mirrors the interesting thing about we only know what how to feel about ourselves based on reading other people's faces so I only know that my face isn't hideous right now because you're making a normal face you know like I'm reading what I look like based on your face that's the only way I can tell and that's the only way humans before mirrors like when we were cave people that's the only way we could know anything about ourselves was reading other people's faces they are literally the mirror the person exactly you're blowing my fucking mind right now so when you do positive affirmations into the mirror it works better than just doing them to yourself so if you look in the mirror and say you are beautiful I am beautiful. I am strong. I am, I am the best comedian. There. Whatever. Do they work? Do you do them? They, they absolutely work. They feel ridiculous. I don't do them, but I know that they do work because <laughs> you're like, I would never do them, but <laughs> I do them when I need to, when, when it's like a desperate a times. Yes. And it's like when I believe in Jesus. Yes. When you, exactly. When you need it, look at yourself in the mirror because seeing yourself you're reading yourself, your your image, like you would other people's faces. So you need to tell yourself like someone else is saying it to you, and it gets in a lot better. To do the shit you do, I know I we totally missed the intro, but I just wanted to say like your Netflix special just came out. Yeah, that is something that a lot of comedians dream of. Mm-hmm. And I was with you last night. You are so nice to just be like, hey, there's this this new girl I'm kind of getting to know. Come and celebrate. Oh my with god, me. I was so excited you showed up. I was. It was the place to be that You're night. You're like the popular girl that I like want at my lunch table. So I always consider myself the girl that just wanted everyone to like me, but I, I didn't care to be in one like group. That. Like after one group liked me, I was like, okay, well now I need to get in with the well, other don't, group. Don't don't tire of me. I don't fine. I don't Honey, fully like you. You yet. are you my shiny to new toy. Okay, you're my shiny new. But we don't don't toss me out yet. <laughs> I love just being around other confident women who have dealt with obstacles that maybe I haven't dealt with. I don't know. Like I'm just sick of friends who I feel like aren't like challenging me maybe? yes you're the sum of your five closest friends you and sometimes that? you look around and you're like i gotta get one of these bitches out of here because <laughs> they're either too insecure they only talk about how much they hate themselves or what they're just bringing you down well they're just like having a relationship they're in your house which is your mind they're in your house and if one right it's that house and you got to keep that house like this healthy energy Tidy. i know i have some friends and those friends are also a reflection of you so like if you're insecure and you surround yourself with people who are just talking shit about other people because it makes you feel good Mm -hmm. I'll do that for months then one day you're the one they're talking shit about and you're like no shit this is what I surrounded myself with yes and I don't feel safe around people who lie my when my friends lie when my friends like you know I read this book called uh on lying by um Sam Harris and it really made me realize like lying never needs to happen and it's like the worst thing to do to yourself so I learned to like I don't really lie anymore it's rare that I lie did you used to lie yeah, my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, like, caught me lying a couple times because I just wanted to avoid conflict with him, so yeah. I would lie about things that weren't even worth lying about, but I just knew like, it would upset him. Did you brush him. your teeth? And you're like, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. <laughs> I don't want to walk two minutes to the bathroom. Just 
what dumb lies that would avoid conflict in the short term but would lead to so much in the long term well because they'll use it against you later and they lose some trust i mean trust is the number one thing in a relationship and a friendship yeah so i learned in this book though that when you lie in front of your friends like say i got here and you were we're just i was texting something i was like hold on i have to tell someone i'm sick so i don't have to go to this lunch you might not know that you even do it, but you go, she just lied. She's capable of lying. And my trust is diminished just a hair, but it's, it's, but do that enough times in front of your friend where you either talk shit about other people Mm -hmm. or you lie like to get out of something. And you're like, well, then I'm never going to trust when she says that I'm sick for this thing. Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't understand why anyone needs to make, give you, if I don't want to do something, like say I wanted to cancel today, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I couldn't make it. I'd maybe give you the excuse, whatever it was, but sometimes you're depressed, and so you make up a lie because yeah. you're like, maybe I hate the way I look this well, morning. Well, society doesn't make it okay for me to be like, hey, like my mind is shit right now, and I can't be around people. But you could How sit- am I? You never would get a text like that. Yes, you can't, and but you should be able to. And I think now, I think we should just say, I can't make it. And then if the person asks, then you can tell them I'm depressed. But like, just. We don't need to offer all these, like, it's, uh, uh, I have this thing tomorrow. Like, just all these lies we make up to get out of a dinner, just say you can't. That's yeah. that's reason enough, and yeah. you literally can't. And if that friend respects your space and respects you and trusts you, they'll know exactly what you mean. Yes. And that's someone also seeing you and, and like, understanding you. And saying I can't go to something isn't a lie because sometimes you don't feel like it. You don't like the people going. Like, there's all these reasons, but truly you can't go or you would. So it's just say funny I can't. Too you don't need a like, reason. You're like, oh, you're like the, the social girl in the group. I get social anxiety mm. in that, like, for example, last night, I was like, I'm pretty sure Raina and Ashley from Girls Gotta Eat will be there, but like, I'm not going to text them because I'll be weird because like, what if God forbid she didn't text them and then I'm starting some drama. So I literally was like, you're just going to show up. As I was walking over, I called my mom and I was like, I'm going to make new friends tonight. Wish me luck. Making adult friends as an, as an adult is hard. It is. Because no one really That's why wants we have podcasts. We just know exactly. <laughs> Like we we started messaging and the second we started talking about something I was like so I guess next step is a podcast yeah yes is that what you do it's totally what is you that do where we now? go yeah and then if you don't have a podcast you're just like I guess it ends here yeah it's <laughs> I, I like your photo next time I see you but then I walk in and I got like I felt it and I had to do a nervous poop I went to the bathroom I nervous pooped I felt yes. released I felt skinny and then you told me about your nervous poop immediately which have- gave us something to talk about. Because I have poop it. Like, I love talking about poop. I love talking you about poop. You bring in poop into the discussion. I'm like, I love this fucking I think fucking once you so start much. talking about poop as a woman is when you start becoming confident. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I've, Hannah. I used to be, I wouldn't like yawn in front of dudes because I thought it was like kind of, I would be like, eh. Or I like wouldn't ever talk about pooping. The second I owned my poop, the game changed for me. Really? I, I mean, like I men still hate it. I will not poop in front of them. Sure. But I, I started talking about poop in front of like my friends and stuff. And it like, right. It's more like a friend. You start with yes. the friends. Yes. If you talk too much about poop in front of the guy that's just kind of disrespectful to like the sexual energy in the room. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I've had relationships that I've been too free with the farting and it, I realized it was me sabotaging it because mm. I wanted to get out. But it's a fun way to sabotage. That is such, and it's a freeing way. <gasps> I'm like, I did see your stand up once a while ago. Oh my God. Oh, I yeah, saw your stand up. Oh, you had this joke where you just like went on and on about your relationship and, and then you finally were like, and after two years, he walked out 
and I let out the most amazing <laughs> fart. Yeah, and I farted for a hundred years. The farting and poop thing, you're really nailing it because the second I became comfortable with those things and talking about them freely, which I've always secretly wanted to do, like farts and poop are so funny, but men do not want to hear about it. And, and I think the great thing about your special is you talk about the details of things men don't want to hear, but women need to talk about. Yeah. Even the littlest things about like, swallowing and like everyone went through when my mom told me what a blowjob was because I was the oldest sister I didn't Uh have like a cool older sister but that's nice that your mom even did she's she's a cool mom that's so nice she was like yeah you like put it in your mouth and I go they (gasps) they pee from that yes that's the first question every adult for the next like five days you just look at and you're like she puts dicks in her mouth I know you just (laughs) see dicks in everyone's mouth it's so wild dude yeah, it's, it's, uh, wait, but when you walked in with that poop story last night, I was like, I love her because, yeah. I kind of got nervous and it was the only thing I could say. No. And then you smiled and, and then I was good for the I night. I took one, I took a shit yesterday that like, I was like, I can't believe I was walking around with that inside me all day. <laughs> Do you ever like look and just go, ew. I'm more that impressed. Was in me. I'm like, good for you. You like, you took in a lot of calories. You used the energy. You let it out. Oh, and that's now, beautiful. You know, like, yeah. my body has been like a vessel. Yeah. And I, I never, like, I didn't sexualize it a lot. And I think also, like, even with looks, like, I never went, I don't consider myself, like, I don't put looks on a pedestal of, like, mm. why people value me or not. Right. Do you feel, like, in your career, you've, because you talk a lot about your looks. Obsessed. A lot obsessed when like everyone I know just talks about how beautiful you are I know and um that's really nice but it's um it's it's going away that's the thing whether or not I'm beautiful uh is ever your own opinion but mm-hmm. it's, let's say I am okay it's gonna go away let's say that let's I'm, say that I'm, I'm beautiful. beautiful it's gonna fade because you age and you get less fuckable let's talk about fuckability as I opposed to beautiful yeah um men wanting to fuck you when that I feel that fading as I age and that scares me because if men don't value you they run the world what power do I have and what access I don't have access to that power this is a new question that I want you to ask yourself next time you're on a date do I actually like him I just want him to want to fuck me it's I think that if you can conquer that and you actually like him you don't just want to convince this dude to want to fuck you you'll like surpass a lot of dicks. I don't even encounter dicks because <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I, mean, like I don't you, hook up at all. <laughs> oh yeah. What is this? I heard this. You're not, are you not having sex right now? And no, no sex outside of a committed relationship and no more. You're like Patty jobs. Sanger. Do you know yep. Patty Sanger? Like, yep. oh, she goes, nothing here, nothing here. Nope. And she's smart before monogamy. No, not. Are no you trying more. to get married? Um, maybe. Yeah. Do you think the next guy will be the one? Um, hopefully, but that's a lot of pressure. Have you had a lot of boyfriends? No, I've had, um, (laughs) one, one long-term one. And then, you know, I don't count Dan, um, either time. And it was just like so quick. And then the other times were all just like equally as quick. And Mm -hmm. then I had a long, long distance one for a few years, but I had like a five-year relationship that lasted seven because we kept sleeping together after we were broken up. Um, but I just, I can't get hurt by these dudes anymore. I can't have sex with people too soon because they fucking abandoned me afterwards. And it's not that I don't, 
I'm mad at them about abandoning me, whatever. It's just, I can't take the pain of it and the, mm. and the distraction it causes my life. Mm-hmm. I am so busy. I don't oh. have time to be crying about a guy. Do you remember when you early, I'm like, do you remember 25 minutes ago yes, <laughs> I think so. in our friendship when you, <laughs> when you were like, where are you at with guys? Yeah. All I'm mad is I don't want to be distracted. If no you're more. fulfilling me, cool. But if I sense you're starting to piss me off and distract me, or I start thinking about you or get like, um, repeating OCD thoughts about like what yes. you're doing I'm out I know but sometimes those you they're so in because they've been inside you and your body is chemically bonded to them that you the thoughts there's no choice and I'm distracted and I'm my happiness is gauged whether or not they watch my Instagram story shit like that yep I can't do it anymore and so I really I've closed We're myself still off trying to get to the bottom of what it means what it means we oh that know. was a great one you had too. i mean you have so many great tweets why do they know they know instagram that algorithm <laughs> is whoever developed that bravo i would stand and clap right now whenever someone will message me and be like i know what it means they stalk you because i have people on the top of mind that i never look at and i'm like but then Mm-mm. i have people it's not it's not true because then i have people who i know don't look at my stuff like all the time or who never engage with my photos or I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But I will know, I will say that they know when I like someone, <laughs> they will, they know immediately. Or when you're trying to get over someone, they go, huh, that's cute. Yes. Or sometimes they're not showing up and I go, Instagram, did you forget that I like this guy? Am I going to go to or his profile nine up, times? They'll show up to teach you and then disappear later in the day. Yes. Where I go, they'll I be at know the top he and saw They it. won't be at the top. I know he saw it. And if you have a lot of people watching, they're gone. You can't, you're not scrolling through. Ugh, I, no, I can't. I can't <laughs> scroll all the way through. There's too many now, but like it, it when a guy watches your stories, it is a it is an indication they like you. Why Wouldn't people, you agree? Oh, a thousand percent. If you, if you like someone, let them know by watching their Instagram story. Men do not watch your story. Well, men are they don't visual like creatures. Yes. All they want to do is like men, I, men will jerk off to your Instagram photos. I think that's like what they do. They're yeah. just visual creatures. They want you more. And them not looking at it shows that they're not caring about or thinking about you. And humans should not have the ability to every second of the day be able to see what each other are doing. And it's it's just fucked up. We're not meant to do it. I told... It's better to not even be involved with that. And like I know take to not even back. look. I know I need to get. I off. got some questions. What's going on with you and Chris Stefano? Oh wow, um, people are into it. Oh really? Uh, we've just like we make out um, here and there when we <laughs> <laughs> when uh, we go. I I like run into him at the comedy cellar, and for the past like a year and a half, I think we've just like made out a handful of times. Mm-hmm. And um, he's so cute. He's so funny. He's so unavailable. He's, um, you know, it's like uh, I'd be open to something with him uh, because I like, I don't make out with people I don't like actually yeah. would entertain dating them. There's so you guys like soberly make out after shows? Yeah. In yeah. between sets? Oh my God. Before the, other the night, set. It was so hot the other night in between our sets. He he was on my radio show. We relived it. It was like the fucking hottest thing. We, um... It was at the fat black pussycat around the corner from the comedy cellar. They do a show in there and I went up and, um, and then I got off stage and he was going up next. Oh no, we had, we had one comic in between us and there's like two curtains, um, in the corridor and in between those, you have to like walk through this, uh, curtained off section and we just started like started making out in this and waitresses that we know started walking through and I would just like look up at the wall like nothing's happening <laughs> and like, he just kept going. He was like, like I don't high care. School 
party. It was so hot. But the fact is, usually when guys make out with me, they like I said, they always want to hide me. They always want to be like ashamed that they're even not ashamed, but they're just like trying to keep it secret. And I'm like, I I want a guy to be proud. And he was proud. He was like, I don't give a shit. I'll make out with you. I don't care who knows. And I'm like, good. Yeah. It was they so They should hot. be glorifying you. Yeah. They should have a fucking shrine of you in their closet. I also just have a business idea for you. I think you need to write like a hot, what do they call those things? Oh yeah, like a erotic fiction. Erotic fiction, but like about being a comedian. Yes. And it's like a funny erotic novel about being a comedian, like fucking comedians. And then there's like a hot fan. Yes, yes, that would and be so good. Ha- and then you just have like little jokes in between. That's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll discuss it later. I'll write the pre Fabio on the cover. Yeah, yes. Something like that. Or just Chris Stefano playing basketball I on mean, the cover. It, I yes. love him because I'm from Brooklyn. And like we, I had I mean, him on the you podcast. You guys have had to. He's had to have slid in your DMs and said like, "I want to fuck you so I feel bad." Like maybe he knows about Dan. No comedian will touch me because of Dan. Oh, no, oh, really? Or like, I've had a couple be like, talk, like kind of talking to me, and then they're just like, "Yeah, I would never disrespect Dan like that." I'm like, give what? me a break. <laughs> fucking break. Well, I just, I go. Dan doesn't even know who you are, so it's okay. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's um, worried about um, how he's doing on his video games right now. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> how you're doing. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to. You're totally allowed, I'm allowed to. to. I'm not. <laughs> he didn't let me in enough to, <laughs> to be able to do that. I t- and and I'm, I'm dr- trying to get back in his good graces after what I put him through. Let's get some more good questions. What I love about your special, um, being it on Netflix, also, the fact you're here right now, the day of the special, says a lot about you and that like some people might just be sitting back like reading rude YouTube comments yeah. or, or like just grabbing drinks with the girls and celebrating, but yeah. like you're working. Yeah. And how do you get, you have a crazy work ethic. Like I've been observing you. Yeah. In a very creepy way. And I'm like, she's here. She's there. It's like, um, it's, it's an addiction. What kind of pain drives you? Yeah. What's the darkness behind it? Well, I don't feel like I deserve anything unless I've earned it. So like, I don't don't have imposter syndrome. You just like, you're, you, you, you refuse to get imposter syndrome because you're like, I have imposter syndrome. I do have a little bit of that, but I kind of was talked out of that by a therapist many years ago who Mm -hmm. said like, do you think you're so much smarter than everyone that you're fooling them? Like she kind of flipped it and was like, oh, oh, you think you're so smart that you think everyone's so dumb and they, you tricked them into thinking you're funny. People know what they're doing. <laughs> I love that. And you're I was like, give like, them more respect. Yes. It made me question, made me feel bad. Also, about do you that. Da- don't you realize throughout your career, like no one really knows what they're doing? Yes. To an ex- as in every, like no one knows way more than anyone else. It's just hard work. Well, people don't know. That's my problem is like I'm capable of so much more than I do. People are like, wow, you're amazing. And I'm like, if I really worked as hard as I could, I don't work as hard as I can. Like, I, I work hard. If I woke up three hours earlier every day. If I sat fucker. down and wrote jokes, if I went over my sets, if I, there's so much more work I could do and be such a better comedian. You're so hard on yourself. Um, I am so hard on myself, but I just know that there's, there's room for me to be a better comedian. I found a thing that works for me. Mm-hmm. People don't know what I'm capable of. Um, because they're impressed already with what I've already given them. But that's but it's exciting not, to be like, just wait, bitches. I don't think I'll ever reach my potential because I just don't have the energy for it. I don't want to waste my time sitting down with a notebook and writing. I don't want to waste my time listening to sets from last night. I know it would make me um, a better comedian. I just don't want to do it. It's boring. So what's your process for like evolving your set and getting new jokes? Um, 
saying something funny to a friend, writing it in my phone, or having a thought on the train, writing it, like jotting in my phone, like the wor- two words, and then s- working it in my act at some point. But never do I write a joke. I would argue as, um, uh, <laughs> as a tweeter, I never sit down to be like, let's tweet. I literally live my life and something happens with a friend, someone says something that inspires me or I just experience something. I think when you force creativity, it never comes out as good. Like if you sat down and were just like, we need to write jokes, it's it's not going to be as authentic. It. So I'd almost argue that maybe what you're doing now, your process does work for you and it's it's like smarter with time and I think it comes out better. Yeah, I, I, I write on stage a lot. Like I, I wrote a joke the other night that I was like so excited about where I was like, my mom, I was talking about like my issues with men and I was like, you know, I have a weird thing with men because my mom gave me like a really weird sex talk where she sat me down and molested me. And uh, <laughs> just like, I was like, someone write that. I go, someone tweet that to me because I'm going to forget it. That is so funny that my sex talk was my mom sitting me down and molesting me. I, now I'm writing on stage and I literally say to the crowd, someone te- tweet that at me because I'm going to forget. So You're I do one all of my the writing best on- at misdirecting. Oh, thanks. It's, it's, it's good. It's, um, it's just a, a style that I was drawn to from watching like Wendy Liebman and Kevin Nealon and Sarah Silverman mm-hmm. early on and just being like, Oh, that seems like a formula. I can just... It's fun. When you don't know how to write, you're just like, oh, this... You just change the word at the end. <laughs> Figure out jokes that you can change. And th- that just became my staple for a while, and I still enjoy jokes like that. Yeah. And yeah, it's fun to do it in between. Yeah. Um, so you just had... But no- I'm addicted to work, and it's bad. And I get burnout, and like I had a really bad episode a couple weeks ago where I like right after the roast, and it, the roast hadn't aired, so I didn't know if I had done well or not. Like I just... I knew I did well in the room, but... I didn't do as well as I could because I forgot some jokes. And so everyone's and you like, you did a great job. Cut. And I'm like, it could have been so much better. I forgot this one joke. And I, you I also just looked stunning. Freaking out. Oh, thank you. But I was just, and then you analyze enough pictures and you go, why did I pose that? Like, you can always find something wrong, even on the best night of your lo- mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was just, and then I wasn't getting enough sleep. And I think that's the big thing is if I'm not getting enough sleep, I just mentally break down. It's so, a dark place. Yeah. Like so dark that it's like I I really question staying in the business because if it's like if I'm living out my dreams and I'm still like wanting a bus to hit me, that's not good. That's, I'd rather go. It's so funny because what I was about to ask you is like you just had the Netflix special. Are you happy? Yes. Right now I am so happy. This week has been great. I... And meditating a I lot. haven't thought of any buses. I haven't thought, I haven't thought about any, dying much. <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time with friends. Yes. I've been really like... It means you're in a good place too when you actually want to see friends. Yeah. Because that's the hardest part. Just want... I get excited to be like, oh, I want to see this person. Yes. Because it's yes. a beautiful thing to want to connect. I, people. It's really surrounding myself with great people. But it and sucks because people can also be the things that give you all the demons and ruin shit for you. But that's why you got to work on yourself so that you attract the right people and that you have good boundaries oh. with where you get... I Like, boundaries. you're still a little bit younger and the things I've learned in the years that separate us in age have been profound and like I, I just... I have the... I am the best at... I'm the Chappelle of friends. Like wow. I, I'll never be the Chappelle of comedy. Like my comedy is limited. I'm funny. I'm so excited for how funny I am. <laughs> I work hard. I will never be Dave Chappelle levels of genius, funny, brilliant. But no one is better at friends than me. I have the best friends, and I'm really in, lately have been. 
and the people I attract, like you coming to my party, and like I get to be friends with you. You're someone who I would have watched on Instagram and thought, I mean, there are people listening right now that are like, I want to be her friend so bad. You're someone that's like, people want to be friends it's with you. I get cool. to be friends with you. You literally said, I want to be your friend. Yes. And that is so simple and so beautiful and so cool. And we put our walls down. Yes. And I was like, she's good. Yes. Like, we both have the same dick and we can laugh about <laughs> it. Do you know how many people have fucked the same dude in New York City? It's a cesspool. Last night, I was talking about this guy that I'm talking to with a friend who came to visit. And this guy lives in LA. He's not even in the city. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about him. And my friend Claire goes, oh, yeah, I texted with him for a month. And like... I'm like, is there no one that my friends haven't touched. also touched? Like every, it's so incestuous. Are you on Raya? Of course you are. I am, but I've never gone a date. Cause I like like sporty dudes. And mm. it's just a lot of like directors and artsy men or like guys who look like they do illegal stuff and have like perfectly coiffed hair and they're not my type. Have you ever dated women? I haven't. Are you like open to that? What's your It's vibe? crazy. You ask, well, the thing is as an athlete, I've only surrounded myself with like very like full lesbians. Yeah. So it's hard to like dabble when you're hanging out with like going full lesbian. Mm-hmm. But if I had like a lot of just like hot, cute, straight friends, I could see it accidentally happening. Yes. Um, I haven't either, but like <laughs> I keep thinking about it being like, oh, I could be open to Honestly, that because I'm just like DM Miley. It'd be great for your career. Oh my God. I would love to date. Miley. Yeah. Who's your type? If you were to date a girl like you, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not coming on Dan you right would now, be but like so jealous if we you, dated. you remind me of this girl, <laughs> my first girl crush. And, and here's the, the honest to God truth is that I just want to be you. Like oh when I have a crush on a girl, it's just because I want, like I love Jennifer Aniston, but well, it's because I look at her and I go, we kind of have the same coloring. Like I could feel like you are the type of girl that I would be attracted to because <laughs> I'm not really a lesbian. We're going to make out soon. I it's feel, but I just, I, I like, I'm, attract I'm like oh my god she's so pretty because you kind of I want to look like you that's so funny. and I feel like if that that's Do my you know what's interesting but I was me? obsessed with a girl in in college my freshman year that I literally thought I was gay and she like reminds me so much of you like sporty and like great lips and like <laughs> which I don't have so that doesn't make sense but like you my friend I feel Catherine, like we're not gonna make out at the end of this we're gonna be full-on dating <laughs> like full-on dating that was my goal <laughs> wait you know what would be so cool if like we were just walking around LA like holding hands and people were like, oh my God, Summer House star is seen with Netflix. <laughs> well, now you're ruining it because now they're going to know Shoot. it's fake, but I'll we it seriously so should do funny. that. And then we could have a, we could have a threesome with Dan. I love we it. Could, we could easily. Dan, listen, let us back into your life. <laughs> Dan, you want to go round three? This time? And then we murder him. <laughs> Um, that's the only way I can come. That's why it didn't work out. But, yeah, me picturing that is the only way I can. Oh my! Because he won't let me in enough to actually do it. He won't get close enough. He knows. He, he thinks I could. You have to He's, go through a metal detector before God, you see. Him. He literally has PTSD from me. Like when he sees me, when I walk into like a room, I see him kind of go, and then and then he'll relax because he knows I'm nice now. But man, he used to fear me so much. We used to be on the same show and he would pace, he would go like around, he would take a walk around the block to not even be in the same building as me, which was smart because I was, <laughs> I hated him so much. And it was just because I was like, I loved him and he like yeah. rejected me. It's just yeah. so painful. Yeah. But I didn't really love him. You know what I mean? Like no, you just, you, and also you love guys so much when they're not giving themselves oh to you. Because like I was busy dealing with like the actual him. 
where you were actually dealing with the idea of being with him. Oh, the idea. So of we had very different so experiences. Hot. Oh, honey. So hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to know, Blake Griffin. Yes. I'm into him. I think he, well, I love a tall man. Dude. He's a good personality. I'll introduce you. Tell me the deets, though. Like, afterwards, what happened? Okay, so. Because you deserve a guy like that. I think so, too. Like, 100%. I was like, and he's funny. We should date professional athletes and just, like, they can travel. Like, we'll travel. We'll do our whatever. We're busy. I really feel great about that. And we can, like, hold hands for in the front row. Oh, my God. And people can be like, they probably all bang each other. And then we actually do. Like, I don't and know. And, like, I just they cheat on us, but we're like, alone. we've been cheating on you with each yes, other. Yes, yes. But then when they ask us, we say we're not. But So we're, like, fucking with their heads. Girl. <laughs> I play games. I play a lot of games. We're wearing the same lipstick already. <laughs> you don't know how she put it on. Yeah, you That's guys all don't I'm know. Say. Um, <laughs> yeah, Blake Griffin. Did you? Because I know he made a lot of jokes about how you looked. Which yeah, but I listen. I met him initially. I was never like into him. I was like, oh yeah, he's a tall, hot guy, whatever. But then I met him at the roast battle. I like host or I uh, judged roast battle in Comedy Central last year, mm-hmm. and he battled Jeff Ross on one episode. And in person, I was like, Jesus Christ. He this guy charisma. in person is crazy. And he hot. seems sweet. And he's funny. I don't know about sweet, but he's funny. Oh. Like, he's fine, you know. But, you know, he's fucking famous. <laughs> 120 millionaire. But saying that he's funny is a big compliment. He's funny. He's legit funny. And that's so aggravating. He made me laugh a lot at the roast. Like, so when, when I found I was doing the roast and he was on it, I was like, I hope I'm sitting next to him. Then I go to rehearsal the day of I, the day before and I'm sitting next to him on like the, I could see the name plates on the chairs and I'm like yes and then the director was like you know those are temporary we we might move and I go please don't please please don't because I know at these roasts like you talk to whoever you're sitting next to you, you like and for- also you knew that you were going to get that one really good Instagram photo of you like leaning over and being like mm-hmm. exactly and I knew my friends would be watching from the audience and yep. they get video of me talking to him I was just like it'll be and I wanted to lay some groundwork because 100%. I thought I had a, I think I have a chance because I, to this he day, likes funny women I'm hot I'm like a little bit getting famous mm-hmm. he's probably into that you know all the shit mm-hmm. is like and and I knew I was gonna kill are you trying to make me jealous right now you're like right behind me so <laughs> you better watch your fucking back <laughs> I'm watching you are you kidding me <laughs> so I was like so excited to just like get to talk to him and maybe lay some groundwork because I thought he might have a girlfriend but I didn't really check up on it because I was like I don't want to know and I'm not gonna do anything like overt but I'm gonna plant a seed yeah. you know flirty and um and and I wrote I specifically wrote jokes about wanting to fuck him because I was like, when I write these roast jokes, I always try to go like, what do I really feel about the person? And with yeah. Blake Griffin, I'm like, Speak I just want to fuck you. I'm like, I want you to want to fuck me, essentially, you know, like. And, and so I love I, how you laid it out immediately in the beginning, yes. set the groundwork, and then deal with it later. Yes, like this podcast. Yes. Exactly. I appreciate just that. Like what are we gonna do? It. Be fake for forty minutes and mm-hmm. then dance right around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, last night was the first time we talked about Dan. Do you know what's funny? I I walked in. I asked Remy, who was a great podcast. How because we've DM'd. We've had like a DM relationship for several months, which is how things that yes. are really great. But began. we never talked about Dan. We on never the talked. DMs. And if I said to Remy, I "Go, do I bring up Dan on the podcast?" And she's like, "I mean, you kind of have to." And I'm like, "I'm not that person to not do it." Yeah, exactly. And she was like, "Bring it up before." Like we had like a whole plan, no, intricate it- plan, and then you just look over and go. Hey, what's up about Dan Soder? You want to talk about it? <laughs> I think I said I'm really sorry for what I put you through in your new relationship by being on the sidelines trying to make his life hell. 
um, that must not have been fun. I mean, there were a couple times he opened the door and there was just like a bag of poop, like outside his door. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, fucking Nikki again. <laughs> Man, I thought of so many things that, I, yeah, I mean. Are you a like vengeful person? No, I'm, you know. Dan brought that a lot out. Uh, brought yeah, why did he trigger it so much? Because you had a relationship with your ex. Yeah. That was probably way more in depth. Yeah, that never, I never felt completely abandoned by my, I mean, yes, And you got some closure did. from your ex. Yeah, Dan, it's like, you know, I, um, I just, he had convinced me that we were like meant to be and that it was going to be. And that was like kind of going to be my, it was like my dream scenario of like this guy who's funny works in my industry. It Mm -hmm. seems like it's, we're at the same level in our career. We can just like be together as we rise. Like we're at the same, like power couple. Yeah. Like it just, I had a lot of stuff wrapped up. Do you want to date a comedian? Um, I'm not opposed to it. It's not like I want to, but I am attracted to them. I'm attracted to them too. The problem is as you, I'm very green in the industry. I'm just starting and like, I love comedians so much and I love how their brains work, even though sometimes it's sick. But then when you go on a date with a non-comedian, as you get more known as a comedian, like when people are going on dates with you and they know you as like a comedian, they want to laugh. No, they this is a new thing. They try not to laugh I hate because that. they think that you hear it all the time. So they're trying to beat stand out. And, and then I get offended. Like there's what this they one don't guy know dated, is all comedians want is just a laugh. It doesn't matter where you are in your career. This one guy I dated, he constantly tells me you're the funniest person I've ever met. I've never met anyone funnier. And I truly believe he thinks that. And I go, it's so funny you say that you've literally never laughed at anything I've said. And I've noticed it because I'm a, comedi- I'm a comedian. That's, that's how all I, you care about. Yeah. And you've never once laughed at any and he but I think he was trying not to because he wasn't he didn't want to seem like every other guy any comedian by the way who does that thing of like they can't laugh at normal people or what they deem as normal like sometimes people people are funny yeah just how they carry themselves how when they're trying not to be funny and being funny the awkward situations there's funny in everything of people who aren't comedians is where we get our comedy from you're so right People are funny all the time. And I've been, my ex-boyfriend, I remember the first night I met him. He, he wasn't a comic, right? He, he's not, a, yeah, he's not a comic. And he, he made a joke and I didn't get it because sometimes I don't expect people that aren't comedians to be funny. And so they'll make a joke and it'll just kind of, I'll go, what? And they're like, it's a joke. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like, but it's my elitist, like comedians are the only yeah. ones that are funny brain. And my ex-boyfriend kind of broke me of that because he would point it out it's when he did It's a certain kind of funny. Like, you know how to put together an amazing joke that can light up a room from nothing to something, where, like, sometimes the back and forth of just how someone carries the conversation is funny. Yes, yes. And I, but I did that to him the first time. I was just like, what? I don't get it. He's like, I'm just making a joke. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, oh, Nikki Glaser's is one of those comedians that, like, doesn't expect other people to be funny. And I, and now that he pointed out, I see it in my comic friends all the time, that in normal people, they just don't let them be funny because they're like, no, that's my job. And it's like, yeah, like stay in your lane, buddy. Yeah. And I just, I I, I just, (laughs) I've noticed that so many of my non-comic friends are funnier than my comic friends. How has your humor changed from a young kid to now? Mm. I'm just, I'm fascinated by humor. I don't think it's changed at all. I think I've always been really dark and weird and absurd and, um, and honest. So I think, from when I started comedy to now, it's become more personal and I've been able to write jokes that aren't just like jokes and like I'm thinking about the structure and, and how the wording, it's mm-hmm. like 
now I start from a place of what do I, what do I want to say? And honestly, like just being honest is funny. I didn't, yeah. someone should have told me that early on, just say what you think no one else is thinking. And probably there's someone thinking it and it's going to be funny. Like I finally learned when p- people laugh at me, when I don't want them to, like I, there's some situations don't where you hate I s- that when you try so hard to make someone laugh and they laugh at the thing you didn't even try. Yes. I get laughed at a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a foot rub the other day and the oh, way yeah, that I was telling, rubs. I love them cause I'm not having sex. And so I need to feel <laughs> pleasure and pain. In a lot some of way. nerves in the toes. It's so sexual. It's basically you're a bunch of clits. It's, it really is. It feels so good. If you're, if you're a girl out there, that's not getting, um, not getting laid. Uh, I really recommend foot rubs. They're really intimate. They aren't, they don't like turn you on, but they do give you a sense of pleasure and pain that sex used to deliver. So <laughs> I get them all the time. And afterwards you're a little sore. Yes. Yes. And, um, and it, but anyway, the, yeah, the, the, the guy, <laughs> the guy, the way I was telling the guy to like use less pressure, I was just like, gah, 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 gah. like he was laughing so hard. And I was like, oh, I'm funny. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just a funny person. And I've learned how I, I talk funny. Like I say funny things unintentionally. And I've had friends that point those things out and are like the way that you said this. And I'm like, I wasn't even trying to be funny. And so I've bottled that kind of, I've, I've, I've figured out how to bottle that. What's funny is when I feel like I lose myself or I'm like not in touch with myself or I'm just not feeling well, I try to just remember like who Hannah was when I was like eight. Oh. And that's like your most authentic, like beautiful self. And I remember like, I was always the kid who was like making silly faces or like really? running around the, too hyper. And like, I, that's still you. Yeah. When you're like not jaded by like all these different opinions of people. And I think like with comedy, you can get so lost in like, am I being funny? Am I not? But there's a core to you that's just who you are do you ever freak out and like look in the like when was the last time you freaked out and didn't believe in yourself I mean because you are so confident putting yourself you put yourself out there every fucking day maybe it's because you're a masochist and you hate yourself to an extent but like whatever reasons it is you still put yourself out there as a confident motherfucker every night yeah I know it's something happens just could never even fathom and 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 it's so funny to me because I try to see myself like other people see me sometimes. And I try to have an outsider's perspective of yeah. like, cause I know what I look like to other people. And that is Do you ever true yourself. And you're like from another person's perspective and you're like, she's cool, right? She's cool. She's cool. Go she's down your photos. own Instagram feed and just go like, what <laughs> do I look like perspective? from my crush's Whenever perspective he adds all you, the time, yes, dude, all the time. I go, what's like, he getting I read that from tweet, me? I'm like, mm, she's clever. She's yes. clever. She's sexy, but a little dirty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or then you're like, oh, I have to delete that. That wasn't a good one. <laughs> I know. And you start like, oh God, it's so true. Like I try to see what other people see in me to feel the way that I want to feel about myself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I do, cause I do positively talk to myself now. Like mm-hmm. I don't beat up on myself as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. But the last time I second guessed myself was like, I don't know a couple nights ago or something like I, I get down on myself a lot when it comes to my career not so much because I'm just comfortable I know my limitations I know what I'm good at do you get nervous before set still no never good for you N- not not anymore I mean the roast like I was a little bit like nervous before when it was like time to go but I was more like fucking Exciting. let's do this like I'm ready I get nervous when I'm not prepared and I'm when I do a big thing I'm usually very very prepared so I just was like I'm ready for this. I just can't wait for things to be over a lot of times. What, but, do, you, yeah. what do you insecure about physically most? Um, my face, because like you said in that one tweet, like you can look at your face and like 
I have body dysmorphia in every way in which uh, like I can, sometimes I'm really beautiful and mm-hmm. then I think I'm really ugly. Mm-hmm. And then I look at a picture later. I'm like, I can't believe you felt ugly that night. You were so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it's like, I get ready and I'm like, you're so hot. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And then someone will take a picture <laughs> and I'll go, what the <laughs> fuck? Why did I think I was hot? Like and I then just, you feel bad. You're like in your head. All you the times it. You're that like, I all thought, those moments I thought I was hot, I wasn't. <laughs> and then I and then suddenly it's valid to me why every guy who's rejected me is regret rejected me is because I wasn't hot enough. So why would he want me? That's so I have bullshit. a lot of self worth yeah. wrapped up in how I look and whether it's or funny because we yeah. maybe we need to connect because my self worth has zero percent on how I look. I have my other issues. But um, my like looks, I've always just felt like this is this is it. This is what we like. I don't look in the mirror a lot. Really, I'm just kind of like this is what we have because I feel like my aura is so much more important. It is. You have an amazing aura. Because I try not to. I have not. I if you were like draw your face, I would like. I'm not very attached to like. I could draw your face. I'm so obsessed with your face. Should we do a Titanic thing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just paint me. Um, but you're kind of Hollywoody. Like you're, you've lived in LA, you've been around the block and I feel like you're not the kind of girl that's like obsessed with fashion or obsessed with makeup, Mm -mm. but the industry as a female, as I'm just learning now that I'm on reality TV is they're like, okay, how are you getting makeup done? I've never done my makeup done. Yeah. How do you feel like, and then there's the Botox, the fillers. What's your opinion on all that? I mean, I have done all of it. I've done fillers. I've done Botox. Where have I've you done, done fillers? Um, my those fast. They're all me. gone at this point. But I did them in my cheeks. I mean, this was two years ago. Yeah. At this point, cheeks and then like my jawline. Like he just went crazy. Is it weird for someone to look at you and be like, "Your face is good, but we're gonna make it generically better"? It. It. I thought it was gonna feel worse than it felt. Like he was just honest with me. Like you could use it here, here. Like <laughs> it's. But it's a losing battle. I regretted doing it because I can see it in my face and I could I saw it in my face. Like there's and I got my lips done two years ago. Those are gone too. I'll mm-hmm. do that again because it's temporary and I've never had a lip and I wanted a fucking lip. Yeah, like who gives you. a shit? And um Botox I'm gonna get next week because I'm just tired of look have my forehead looking like a xylophone. I just wanna look good until I can find a fucking husband I really let it go not let it go but I feel like then when I've had a boyfriend like I can just tell in pictures because I just give less of a shit well I had phases of my life where I just like wasn't wearing makeup I dressed how I wanted to I look happier a little five pounds overweight yes that means you're happy yes I also I had a tweet that was like um you you know you like a guy if you can FaceTime with no makeup on. Yes. But it, it sounds so corny, but the guys I really like, like I never over, or we're really good together. I never overthink my texts. I, I really actually feel like, oh, he's going to see me raw right now. Like just Agreed. Like, I'm like, I feel so sensual just with no makeup. Yeah. And, and that's like my thing with guys. I really feel like if it's meant to be, you can't fuck it up. Wearing like one ma- the wrong makeup one night or texting him the, a bad gif. Like I don't, if it's meant to be, you Agreed. can't fuck it up. You and that's what I try to say. That's such a good thing to say. Because that's something that keeps me sane. I know. It's and, and you're so right about that. The guys that actually I like the most like me without makeup. Like, does Stefano always, whenever I post something, like I'll I'll post a picture for him, you know what I mean? Like to get his attention, like a hot picture. And he won't even see that one. He'll pick one from my Instagram story that's like me with like looking disgusting like one that I'm hoping he won't see I almost try to like block him from seeing Mm -hmm. and he'll do like the hard eyes emoji on that one he'll be like you're so hot in this I'm like 
he loves that. me for he me. Sees me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, once all had, that bullshit. I was dating British Dave. You have to watch season three of Summer House. But, I gotta watch. Um, you love British Dave. Show. I he was tall. He can't was believe six, I have a friend that was on a reality blue show. Eyes. <laughs> Are you doing it again? Are you like keep? Yeah. You one more season. We just we just finished filming oh our God, last so season. Fun. I mean, I want to be on a reality show. So you can bad. totally come to one of the parties. Really? Do you watch Bravo? Are you like a Bravo girl? No, I used to be, but I'm not into. I'll give you some. What's his name? That guy that was on the show was so hot. Did you hook up with him on the show? Carl. Carl, yeah. What's, what's his so, deal? What's so funny is I literally thought about you and him, like that you guys aesthetically would look good. He loves comedy, and I feel like you guys wouldn't be great together. Okay. I could have him ruin your life for a couple months if you want, but no, I just no, don't feel no, that. No, 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 I want someone that. who's like I don't feel that for you. Okay, good. But British Dave, we went to a party, and there was like these British models happened to be there and I just felt so confident about us and like I was like go talk to the British models talk about like your homeland I don't know and (laughs) afterward he was like drunk and he was like I I was talking to these models that normally I'd be all over this is my British accent and then I saw you you were like man spreading on the couch fighting with someone and I was like why do I like her but I can't help it I do yes and I was like your aura you saw me man spreading and like cursing someone out for no reason and you liked that. It's but then I got bored with it. Yeah. Why? I have to I haven't found that in between of a guy who like I'm chasing and one I like have around my finger. I need that in between. I haven't yes, found it. Yes. But he's right about you. There's something about you that is like it's it's so attractive. Like you're just and it's I think that's zero that zero percent self worth based on your looks. Like you are radiant because you don't give a shit and it's just like your personality just like shines through. It's like it's really attractive and that's why I'm like I want you in my orbit because I want some of that. I want that. It's kind so of cool for vibe. you for you to like have such a good close knit group of friends and still be like oh, open to, like, new people that yeah. you want to, like, enhance your life with. And I think that means, like, you're open to growth. I, I lost a lot of friends when I quit drinking. That was, like, a big exodus mm. for me because so many of my relationships were based around getting fucked up. And um, and some of those people I've kept in my life, but it just, that was, like, a huge um, turning point in my friendships. But the now that I'm gaining a little bit of more notoriety, I'm finding that people that were not cool to me are cool to me. You know, the classic thing. Yeah. And I'm just, like... Sorry, you you didn't pass the test. You weren't nice to me, and now you're nice to me. It equals like you're a f- you like me because I'm famous or whatever. Like it's gross, and I that's pe- I'm having and that's happening a lot. I know that people who were never like interested in me or would have taken the time to talk to me now are like talking to me. It's gross. And at first you like at first you like it when you it's like new. it because you've wanted those people to like you. For yeah, or so you're long. like, oh my god, these people are like talk or just giving me any attention, and then you realize like, well they're not the kind of people that I want to just like sit and eat seamless and like watch shitty TV with. And that's really where I get happiness from. I know that's it. It's like you, you fantasize about these people wanting to be friends with you. And then you go, Oh, I don't really have anything to say to them, but I'm so glad guys. It's like Blake Griffin. Like all I wanted (laughs) was to know Blake Griffin and, and Nick Vial, Nick Vial from The Bachelor. Like, did you have a thing with him too? So no, Nick and I are good friends. I love Nick. When I say good friends, I mean like we, I interviewed him once we hung out once i like him i actually People are really like, like he's him. not funny he's not interesting i'm like you don't I, i'm have sorry have you seen his instagram stories of advice yes he's so good he's a full-on therapist he's so good i'm like 
Yeah. What's this update with you guys? There isn't an update. He um, just wanted to be friends and I wanted more. But then he ultimately, all I really wanted from him was to know that he would fuck me. Yeah. Again, like, again. I wanted to know that I was fuckable. And once he told me that, he was like, of course you're hot. I was, all I wanted Everyone to Everyone will fuck you. You need to get way past that. You're way past that, honey. I did. I'm not. I'm Everyone not. wants I still to fuck need the validation. You. Well, I, I got actually, it. <laughs> you did from Nick from Nick he finally like I had him on my I, he called him on my radio show and I like called him out on being like we matched on Raya you wrote me something flirty we're friends and why won't you make a move and he's like because I just I want to start a podcast with you I just want to be friends and I was like why'd you flirt with me on Raya and he's like yeah that's what you do on Raya when you run into a friend you like say hey and I'm like oh god but he I still did. would fuck you and, but then he texted me later and he goes oh, Nikki of course I think you're hot like and I just go okay good I got it now yeah. we're done Case closed. With Blake Griffin, I just wanted to know that he would fuck me. And I found out that he would. You know? How? He, um, we, he slid in my DMs and, um, you know, I made it very clear I wanted to fuck him. And so he was like, we should make, you know, pretty, he didn't say let's make that happen. He was very, very funny about it. He was holy. The funniest guy in my DMs yet. Wow. Blake Griffin. Yeah. Wow. But also dating a professional athlete is a pain in my ass. Like in college, I just always dated athletes. Really? Okay. I'm and they're, a lot of them are narcissists. Okay. Which yeah. we love. So I love them. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> Let me just have some fun. I am an enabling friend. I'm going to tell you that right now. If someone's like, do I get a face tattoo? And I'm like, why the fuck not? <laughs> It'd be a great story for me to tell my other friends about you. <laughs> anyway, really funny. I, we've been in here for three hours. I want to end with one final game that I play with everyone. Okay. It's called Seven Deadly Sins. Okay. And we're really going to get um, to the dark stuff because you... Have a Netflix special out. You're really happy. So let's break you down and then build you right back Great. up. Seven deadly sins. What are you greedy about? Um, food. What like, kind of food? I, like if I get, if I order food and I'm at a table and people are like, can I have a bite? And I'm like, no, because I have planned to eat all of this and I want all of this. Yep. And I'm like kind of, I have eating disorder stuff. So like when I decide to eat something, it's like, I want all of it. And if you take some of it, I'm not like a sharer. Yes. I've had eating problems when I was like a teenager. And when I um, was looking forward to something all day and something went wrong, lost my damn mind. Yes. Lost yes. my damn mind. I really wish I was cooler about offering people bites of my food, but I'm just not, I'm just like, you get some, do you like diet right now? No, no, I'm just like, I You're really, naturally a skinny person. Mm, no, I just, I'm always like restricting. It's Do my Adderall? Of, no, no. I have done it before and it's like. I feel like you don't need it. I feel like you'd be like crazy on it. I'm just like, you know what with Adderall, it's like you'll get more work done, but it's going to be a B, B minus. And mm. I like doing A yeah. work. Like, you know, I would, I would take it like in robotic. college and I would write an essay and it would be a B. When if really I but took you the do time it in a solid hour. Oh my god! And I'd feel like it was an A. So yeah. like in terms of comedy, you can't be as funny as you want to be if you're on Adderall. Even though I know a lot of comedians are. Do you feel like you're the most prolific comedians that we go? How is he so good? Adderall. Wow. Adderall. Look at his eyes; they're straining. He's aging very fast because Adderall is meth. You're going to turn into faces of meth. I honestly don't do Adderall because it makes your eyes do this. Squint. It's like you're, you're just like this. And you get wrinklier faster. So I am only don't do Adderall really because I'm Because pain. the wrinkles. Yeah. I get that. These, you have your priorities right. Mm -hmm. Who are you envious of? Um, You. <laughs> Legit you. For sure you. You're a threat. Uh, 
you're an imminent it's threat. It's a thin line between love and hate. It is. But it's fun for us. Yeah, like most of my friends I'm, I'm envious of. I will, uh, literally all of my best friends I'm envious of. I feel of. like if you're not envious of your friends, then like yeah, they like, don't challenge you. They don't challenge me. Like I want to be better. And envy is ultimately things that you want to see in yourself. I am envious of uh Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds relationship oh, like yeah, that seems really fun they're fun the like tweeting in the back yes I'm envious of do you think it's real though like I'm not that it's fake but do you think I think they have problems just like everyone but I think that they have a really solid relationship from what I can tell I just think it's at the end of the day make each other laugh I'm envious of your lips like so much really? that I like can't even stand it yes oh I mean like if I, I know this you. is an easy answer because you're right in front of me but like <laughs> I could go, like, there's so many things I'm envious of you about, but your mouth is, like, so good. I know that I sound super gay for you, and it's only because I am. Okay. I'm envious of you. I'm threatened by you. I see you coming in my rearview mirror, but I'm, I'm like, come on up. You know, that's how, that's I, when I, that's how I am with women, though. Yes, me I've, too. I came from a very hyper, hyper competitive background of tennis, Tell Us 22, where you, well, let's say we're both doing stand-up on a show. You're like, you know, some people like you. You know, some people have to hand us jokes, whatever. Tennis, we fucking battle each other. We're hitting balls against each other, calling our own lines, yelling at each other. It was so intense that I had to... I realized if I wanted to be successful and have had any happiness, I had to get over, like, comparing myself and jealousy specifically with women. God, it's so good. And then I, like, had to face it to the point that now... I just feel like we're all celebrating an art form. Yes. And like, do I get jealous when I see someone like killing it because I want it to be me because I'm so like proud of that moment? Like even like you walking on stage for the Netflix special and you being like, I'm here, bitches. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that one day. Yes. Yes. And you will. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's it's all like you can have whatever you want in this business. You're so badass. But that's what I like. I look at you and I want... I want, I want all the, cause the things you're going to get that I see for you, I'm like so excited for you because you're going to, I, I'm, je I'm jealous that you'll get things that I've already had that I'm going to watch you get. I'm, I'm going to be jealous of you getting them. Life is not about those little accomplishments. It's like how you live your life. Honestly, yeah. I'm going to say something. It's a little strong, but, um, after my breakup, I fell into like a deep depression. Mm -hmm. Once I got out of that depression, I literally lived my life with I want to wake up today and not be depressed. Yeah, me too. And when that's your only goal, you're not jealous when someone like gets it. That's not, really good. You, I just want to not be depressed. Yeah, I feel the same way about you. And, and the depression thing really hits a note with me because like when I feel my depression coming back, I yeah. like start sobbing, be, not because I'm depressed yet, but because I'm so scared of that feeling again. And it's like, it's almost like out a sickness. It's like going into like your cancer's back or something. And it's like, no, 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 no. Please don't put me in that again. Like it is the worst. So like, I really do like what you just said about like, whatever's going on with you that day, whatever you're jealous of or whatever you're thinking about, like just be happy you're not that depressed again like and my career changed once that was my only goal in the morning that's great I think that's so great and I needed to hear that and I really love that you said that because that is I'm I feel so good that I'm not depressed anymore because do you know how beautiful it is to not be depressed oh my god it's awesome the the like world you can like hear the birds it's chirping like when you get sick and you like the flu goes away and it's you're like even oh my like god. when you have the sniffles and then one day you don't have the sniffles you're like oh god I thank god I don't have the sniffles <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel the same way, but it's like, 
uh, and circling back to the the women thing, like yeah. I used to be so threatened by every woman, by every girl who was my age or younger than me or even older than me. That was like, and you brush shoulders sp- with like what, like Amy Schumer and yeah, like the- everyone. I just it's it's it was used to be really hard for me, and now and I saw the way Amy did it, which is like bring them closer. Girls that are funny, like I, I want to give you opportunities, and now I'm so on board with funny women. The funnier get closer to me. It only makes me funnier. It only You're makes so right. I just like I'm I I'm so glad to have gotten over that. I truly And how much more powerful are you as a girl gang? I, Not to Taylor Swift it, but I'm just saying Yes, but I will say though, there are some women that I still hold resentment towards that mm-hmm. are famous and like who are in comedy and I don't think deserve it and I think they're bad for women. But when I think Do you not feel good, warmth of them towards you either? Um, no, exactly. I don't feel it back, but I yeah. think they're there I think there's some female comics out there that are bad for women and are like trying to do trying to be part of the boys' club still, mm. trying to write comedy so that the boys like them. And they're really revered comedians and both um, in the industry and outside of it. And I don't like them. And I, I have to question that. I go, Am I, is it because you're threatened? Is it because they have more specials than you? Is it because they uh, have more followers than you? And it's not that. It's because bottom line is, I think there's some women that are trying to be boys and trying to get the guys to like them. And there's some women that are like, fuck the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Women need a voice. And you're one of those women that I'm just like, she doesn't give a fuck what guys think. She's not trying to do this for guys or like not to, and not to get, there are some girls that try to get guys' attention by like, oh, I want guys to want to fuck me, like me. Mm-hmm. I, and I will admit to that. Mm-hmm. And then there are girls that are like, I want guys to just think that I'm cool and not threatening mm-hmm. because I want them to give me some of the power that they have and they give it if they're not threatened by mm-hmm. you. And I see that happen. I'm and so I just, threatening to men. <laughs> you just don't give a shit. You, you don't, you're not catering anything to anyone it's also but you. cool is like, I can just tell. I feel like getting a compliment from you versus like getting a compliment from a guy that thinks I'm cute is like, like my Instagram is mostly girls that follow me. The fact yeah. that other girls think I'm funny it's is the best. what makes me happy. It's the like best. writing something and having like you or like one of my, I just want to make my friends laugh. I know that's, that's I just, all I fucking want to do. I want the respect of my peers, but mostly women that I love. I, um, and I also really the right guys will appreciate you and see you for you, yes. but you're not being you when you're putting yourself through turning into a robot of what you think the guys want exactly i just because guys don't even know what the fuck they want i'm just tired of women like the me too movement made this like whole backlash of like no sorry i'm not like that woman i'm not like those women don't worry you're safe and it's like we've had it kind of hard forever it's like it's time to call some shit out and if men feel threatened by that good men feel threatened by that so what good men good men don't don't feel threatened threatened by by it they don't sorry if you it's like if you're in a relationship and you're questioning like should I break up with him you should break up with him if you're with a girl and you're like am I being creepy you're being fucking creepy yes and there's two types of guys out there guys who are creepy and are trying to get away with shit and I don't know what happened that went wrong in their childhood and then there's the men that are just like they don't question if they're being inappropriate or not you know when you're being inappropriate motherfucker yeah I actually I loved a tweet that you posted of a guy being like wow you have real man hating comedy oh yeah it was so and, and you I go, was like <laughs> I've sucked so many dicks to be a man hater like if how many dicks have you sucked let's compare numbers because seriously if I hated men why would I be sucking on their penises for them to like me I it's like so men true. I always say I love men because men I think will see me and they do a little check like are you a psycho feminist type of thing and I was like okay first of all I'm 100% feminist and I want to fuck you so like what's the problem here I, it's just I, men 
don't worry. You're, you're, no one's going to take what you're stronger than us. <laughs> you're, you're bigger than us. You will never, will never be more powerful than you. It's just not going to happen in our lifetime. The world will end before that happens. So just chill out. I Let also, us have a little bit of power. I love saying like, I go, yeah, men and women are so not equal. We're, I think that we should have equal opportunity, but we are so not equal. We are so different in so many beautiful, beautiful ways, emotionally, yes. physically, and we can embrace that diversity. Agree. I'm not trying to be a dude. I seek their approval, but only t- sexually. And I, I'm working <laughs> on that, but I don't give a fuck if guys think I'm funny or um, right or or what the kind of opinions they have about me. Like rape culture, I'm going to talk about it. Like I... F- rape culture is real real I don't need you to like fucking roll your eyes when I talk Mm -hmm. about it um and it's just just men are so threatened right now and it's like it's they're such little babies and also when we say men I think what you just have to do is be like not all men are threatened by the rape culture there's so many good men out there and like and I think that also education is important of speaking up and being like hey dude like there are like sometimes I have to look at people and be like hey yeah I was raped in college yeah and then they like everything i'm like i'm i'm one of those girls that you like think is like on the internet trying to ruin you yes, i'm like that's me dude, and i don't talk yes. about it so i love also, that because it's, it's like going back to pooping yes you just have to take the power back yes i, I do that when people are like what why are you eating that and i go i have an eating disorder yeah. i have weird food stuff Own and people it. go what and i'm like yeah i have like a, a really devastating eating disorder that i've like i'm not gonna die from but it's like it sucks. So that's why that I'm in the what d- kind of disorder? I mean, I just have like I restrict, I binge, mm-hmm. I um, exercise bulimia mm-hmm. at times. Just like thinking about food all the time, managing my life. Just it's control. It's not about being thin yeah. or a hundred. It's fat. never about food. It's just it's never about the guy control. One thing I learned is when you keep things secret, it brings it power. Yes. And yeah, my second episode on this podcast, so this my friend went on. She was like, yeah, I'm bulimic. And we talked about bulimia. Wow. I put bulimia in the title. Wow. Because it's like, I want to desensitize that Please, shit. Please, we need to talk about it because the shame of it, that's be that's it's that's so cool. Take I love that she did that. the power back with poop, bulimia, talk about it. And then you don't even know the kind of emails she got afterward. Oh, I love and it. And then it's just people talking about normal things that everyone deals with. And it makes it so much easier to conquer these things if we're able to talk about them. I'm trying to next conquer chlamydia because I did have it once. Yeah. Everyone gets it. Just take a pill. (laughs) Everyone. It sounds so bad (laughs) though. Oh, it sounds terrible. Oh my God, I want to get chlamydia. I want to be able to say I've had it. It's fine. That's hilarious. He's a lacrosse player. They're terrible. (laughs) It was terrible. Um, (laughs) When was the last time you experienced extreme wrath? So do you have an anger streak to you? Besides Um, when it comes to Dan on Twitter. That was, yeah, that was <laughs> probably Dan was the last time I felt that kind of rage. I think it was um, when men waste my time. When, um. men, when, men, when men hurt me, um, yes, I, ex- I experienced wrath. Um, uh, like, I think I went on a date recently with an ex to just see what could still be there. And then I realized Which that he just idea. wanted to... Catch up, and it was nothing. It was a waste of my time, and I was so tired that day. Do you day. like it's getting so the upper hand, or you don't care to end it just like raw and out there with like four hundred text messages of how you feel? Um, because I'm competitive, and like when I see, win. I'm always like, I just I'm gonna end this on top, and I'll I'll bite the bullet of like feeling terrible by just like ignoring him and having the upper hand. Oh God, but that's like I've, a pride thing for me. I wish I was better about that. I think that I 
I like being the victim. I kind of like being like, you hurt me and you should know. Yeah, see, I w- would never let a guy know that he hurt me. Oh, I want them to know. We b- we're both, there's issues with both sides, I would Interesting. say. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a problem for me. I like love when, I need to tell men, like, you don't get away with this. You left a, and now men are going to suffer because I have trust issues now. So you don't, this isn't just something I get over and then move on with my see, life. See, I'm like, I You're bringing your dad. This- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've been fucking your dad. So talk to you later. Go cry to your friends. Oh man, I I'm always the victim. I gotta work on that. You're right. There's bad about both. <laughs> okay, next question. I'm I'm at this age now. I'm telling you, 28. I think the the guys are hot, and I think their dads are hot too. And I don't know which way to go. We'll I see. love that. Tune in next season, Summer House. Um, <laughs> when was the last time you were a sloth? Because you have to recharge. Mm. What do you do to recharge? Or when is the last day that you were like, fuck it, I'm lazy. I'm not writing any jokes. I'm not talking to any people. Well, last Monday I took, I, I worked like three weeks without a break. And then last Monday I landed at, uh, took the red eye from Vegas and I landed at seven in the morning and I had Howard Stern on Tuesday. So I took all Monday. Congrats, just went by right, the way. Thank you. I just went right to my apartment and I slept until 5 PM. So adrenaline like all day, dump. But then I had dump. to fucking go get a spray tan and that was traumatic. And you have to get people to come to you. I know. Can I give you a girl? Yes, please. I have the best girl. Thank you. And she did mine. Great. And she just, sh- she'll show up at 11 PM. Do okay. it. And she does it incredibly. Okay. I'm, we're, I you are not wait. going to get spray tans. Yeah. Respect yourself. Okay. Thank you. Thank Respect you. Respect yourself. Um, when was the last time you let your pride get in the way of something? Like how's your ego doing? Um, my ego's really good. I don't really let my pride get in the way of much. I'm sure my friends would say differently, but I can't (laughs) recall a time that, you know, I think, Ugh, I don't know. This is the tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one, but it, it, I really work on myself a lot to like be able to apologize, to be able to recognize when I'm being out of line. I think probably with Andrew Collin, I think I've snapped at him, um, because I felt that he either didn't like he took some credit for something that I got him or something mm-hmm. and I needed to be like I got you that don't think that you got that on your own or the only reason well, you that guys you are did getting this- so close it's becoming like a roommate situation or like brother sister yes where like little things are gonna start ticking you off yes you spend so much time together yes it's um it, it's very much like that and I have to keep that in check because he is nothing but nice to me why do you like him so much um, I think the punching bag thing is like, there's something to, th- he, he loves it. He's so, why I like him so much is because he's hilarious. He is, he is funny all the time, all the time. Even when he doesn't mean to be, he's one of those people that's yeah. just naturally funny. So he always brightens my mood on the road, which I can be really like, you know, kind of dark And my, he, he gets me off the track of like when my brain is going in negative places, he goes, he'll take me off that track and like make me laugh by dancing or something. So he keeps it light. He's like an emotional support animal for me on the road. And, um, I like him because he, but he also reminds me of my cousin and growing up, I was really close with my cousin who was older than me. He was like a brother to me. And we just like had so much fun together. And he was like, he was just this, I almost feel like it was my, my cousin because my cousin died like tragically at the age of 30. And like, I just, when I met Andrew, I was like, this guy reminds me of my cousin. Like he's a little bit like 
sloppy and like needs his life together and I feel like I can kind of save him and put him together and rescue him and he's like but something probably feels like home about it if he reminds you of someone in your family especially someone you miss yes it's like he just feels like family to me I feel like you're pretty good at choosing friends I wanted to ask you this before because I have trouble with this what kind of guy's personality do you think is good with you as like a comedian do you like the quiet guy that lets you shine or do you like the guy that can like really keep up with you but sometimes take the limelight god i've i've been attracted to both i mean dan was like doesn't shut the fuck up doesn't shut the fuck up and is so funny and like is running the conversation is doing bits constantly he's someone i would you know that's what i was like oh my god we would be so amazing together we'd like be the life of the party like he's just someone that you can bring and meet people and he shines like he's a great to meet parents great to meet your friends like he just does a great showing and then there's other guys that i i love when a guy's like leaning back and kind of just taking me in and being like you're ridiculous like kind of just like that turns me on like just lets me go I like grumpy guys because I like being the one that changes their mood yes maybe it's because I'm a cat person like mm. I like the cat winning yeah winning them over the other guy's like easier and fun but then sometimes you're like wait am I here does he remember I'm here it, it what it becomes is like as someone like that who is on all the time it's like they they end up they they win you over because they're so charming yeah. and you're like oh my god and then finally you get them and you're like I'm their girl and then you realize that they want everyone to like them and then once they get you they're like oh I've already got you I'm gonna go work on other people and you go wait a second where was that light that you were shining on me before it felt so good and it's like no no, no I already warmed you up with my heat lamp I don't you don't need it anymore here's some <laughs> for the the heat other lamp people. has like two more days left in it enjoy it yes exactly so I think it's like. Guys like that, and I don't even mean to say this about Dan, but I just yeah. think it's a, I've gone for a lot of guys that... The life of the party. The life of the party. And, and you they're realize like the hot that, ones, they're confident, but sometimes they're different when they're alone with you. And then you're watching them win over everyone, and everyone goes, this guy's the best. And you're like, I know he was to me in the beginning, and now I... But how do they make you feel about yourself when you're with them? Like, Do you feel like the best version of you? Um... <sighs> Yes. I mean, there, that's why I was, I was so heartbroken with Dan was like, I just like felt very comfortable and like seen. And I look back on it and I'm like, mm, maybe I wasn't. And it was a lot of projection. And, and then I dated another guy that was very similar to him recently. And that guy, I just, I don't know that I feel my, I don't know what my true self is. Like, I think someone that makes me feel as comfortable with, as my friends will be the right one. And I don't know if I've You're right. that yet. But you want to fuck them still. Yes, Speaking of, I know. besides me, when was the last time you lusted over someone? Hmm. Who's your latest celeb crush? Uh, it's, well, I, I think like, the last time I lusted over someone was like DiStefano. Like I lust for him, like a lot does he know this yes yes, yes so yes. you guys are in this fun make out thing. he went he talked about like how his sperm is like crazy saturated i know if you he like needs stare to stop at him, with that pregnant. i know he needs to stop with i'm like you're lying you just don't wear condoms and he's like no i'm telling you i know <laughs> no he fucks a lot that's the problem he, he <laughs> has, yeah i think he's messy like he, i don't love that he for fucks you. every night like <laughs> someone he does he is he does and, and then I do kind of like that you're on the pedestal like you're like you can make out with me but like yeah I, I, I have a I can't get pregnant right now I have possibly like shows coming I've up I've seen his penis I like it but I have not done anything with it you it's haven't like, even given a little OTPHJ nope, nope you haven't even touched it I've touched it but 
And I was like, I can't wait to do something with this, but not until you're, you you're done fine. something to earn it. <laughs> what does he have to do? Take me out on a f- fucking date. Honestly. And that's never going to happen. But I, I will say that, like <laughs> I, like you said, I can only crush on one person at a time. Yeah. And I'm getting out of my Chris Stefano crush because it's just like, isn't I don't see him for out. you long term. Yeah, no, no. It's ridiculous. So, but, but he's that hot. was the he's last fun. person. Um, there was another guy on Instagram recently, Blake Griffin. <laughs> I definitely lusted over that night. Yeah. Um, there's there, someone's going to get in pretty soon because I've got an open slot for a new crush. It's funny. I have an open slot as of this weekend, but I think I need it. Keep it open you for a while need to keep that open. I need to or like, like, I'm glad that's open. not date a guy for a while, but I just love the it's like so fun attention of having, a crush. I told my mom, I was like, I think I'm a, I'm an attention love addict because I love when I have someone texting me that gets me excited. She goes, yeah, I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like trying to read into it. I'm like, it so I int- get depressed when I don't have like, a guy texting me. She's like, yeah, I think that's just normal. I know it, but I do. I feel the same way. If I don't have a crush, I'm just like, what's going on. But I've, I've, I'll tell you off uh, air who I've lusted over recently. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous I like but there's to, but there's definitely a couple guys I used guys. to be really into Justin Trudeau but then the blackface <gasps> thing happened so oh yeah you can't I mean, be anymore now I have to cancel that <laughs> um so to end this podcast <laughs> three years later you have been so incredible and so fun and this went better than I could have imagined oh, I'm so glad mostly because of all the amazing compliments you gave me which I do not even know if I deserve yes but for people do. who listen um I like to end with some advice of just you explaining what you do to cope with your hell. Like what advice would you give to people who are going through hell right now? Meditate, meditate, meditate. Just look into it, girls, guys. Um, the waking up app is the best way to start because people are always like, what do I do? There's the calm app. I hate that guy's voice. <laughs> waking up app. It's costs $14.99 a month, but you do a 10 minute meditation a day. And if you write into the app, if you go to the app store and read the fine print, um, if you write them an email and say you can't afford it, they'll give it to you for free. They just want you to be able to have it. They want to be able to afford to pay for it. So that's why they charge that much. But if you can't afford it, you should pay for it. But waking up, um, I just do it 10 minutes a day and it's like staved off my depression for years. I'm on antidepressants now because I, my meditation uh, practice kind of slipped because I was uh, too tired to meditate in the morning. But meditation has changed my life. Um, so uh, try to maybe get a handle on your drinking if you're going through hell and you're using drinking as a, a way to cope with it. That's not going to help. Um, and getting people out of your life that are not – like if you – if you want to be remembered for the five closest people to you, think about the five closest people to you. Are those the people that you want people? If those people were put into a pot and made into a soup, is that the soup you want to be? So if it's not, Ooh, I love a food analogy. Just get get new ingredients in that soup, and, and don't s- be afraid to. If your soup's a little lonely for a bit, because you haven't found who to replace it with, it's better to like. It's like it's better to be single than in a shitty relationship. Yes. It's better to be alone than have like toxic people around you. And let you. go. Stop trying to control everyone. You really can't control anyone but yourself. And you can barely control you yourself. You can't really control yourself. You can't. You don't. You look into free will. There's no free will. So you really aren't controlling yourself. You're not controlling anyone. But I mean, I need to hear this when I'm going through hell. Reach out and and tell people you're going through hell because it's so good to connect. We aren't everyone. Don't keep it a secret. Everyone talks about like I'm so bad at being alone. It's like we should be. We're tribal. Our our nature is to be in tribes and to spend time with people all the time. Mm-hmm. No one. We didn't go off alone ever when we nope. were um, cave people. We were always with other people. Connection is key. And so reach out to friends and and don't feel bad about it. But like 
anyone you can talk to. Talk, talk, talk. You're the best. Now, Nikki, um, what are you promoting? You're going on tour, right? Yeah, I'm going on tour. It's the Bang It Out tour. It's coming 2020, um, starting in January, going through May, probably adding more dates. But all the dates are announced on NikkiGlazer.com, and I'm coming to a theater. It's my first theater tour. It's going to be huge. Andrew Collins is going to be opening for me. My friend Anya Marine is going to be opening for me. And um, it's going to be the best. That and it's is all new so material fun. that you didn't, haven't heard on a special. Um, I have uh, my special Bang It is out on Netflix now. I have a podcast called The You Up Podcast. I have a radio show on Sirius, so if you have Sirius or a rental car, check that out. It's every day from Monday to Thursday. You're going to be on it very soon. Oh my God, I'm going to go on I you up. I cannot so wait. I cannot excited. wait to have you on. You are so hot right now, hence why you're in hell. And I have a new best friend. We have new friends, lovers. I'm so excited about my new friends. I'm so excited. Also, um, that's what I'm promoting. Is I, have, <laughs> I have, um, I also have a, a, my first mini tour really? coming up. Yes. I've done Caroline's, I did Gotham, and now I have... Um, Philly, Belmore, New York, and Laugh Boston. Yes. In November. So if you guys want to go see, see me Hannah. at the beginning of my of my comedy career touring, dude, you can I'm go excited see to that. see your stand up. I really thank am such you. a fan of you. I think you're brilliant. They, oh and you're God, so good you. for women. Like, uh, if I had daughters, I'd be like, Every, you need to follow this. Like, I just want to spread the word of you because I think you're so good for you're good for me. You make me feel better about myself, and um, so that's why I spread you, you around. You to make my me followers. feel better about myself. So I think that Thanks, we girly. had a successful podcast. Loved it, and I will talk to you guys later in hell. Bye. <laughs>